Hey guys, it's AJ with Team Rhythm. We've officially hit 10,000 episode downloads and we can't believe you're still listening. Seriously, this thing's a mess. Being a plumber, I've seen a lot of messes and this one takes the cake. To express our thanks, Jamie, Bo, and I are offering 10% off at the merch shop for the month of October on any Team Rhythm shirts, hoodies, or hats with coupon code OMG10K. That's OMG, the number one, the number zero, and the letter K. Check out the merch shop over at bozy8823.com forward slash Rhythm Pyro. Thanks so much for supporting the show. Adios. Laters. Yay me. Yeah, me. Is your dryer off? My, my dryer's <clears throat> off. Shut the Whoa. up. I haven't had a chance Ooh. to eat yet because I had to. My ew. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, freaking recording. God, you sound really quiet, Jamie. It's because I still haven't ate my food yet. I don't think that's why it sounds quiet. Oh, hold up, Turbo. Let me hold on. I have a change my gain. Do you guys write your gain down? Do you know what it's supposed to be? <sighs> a turn gain. It's not yeah, supposed it's, to be 16 and a half. No, no I'm, I'm set right where I'm always at. I'm I where I'm a, at. A right, I'm at where I'm supposed to be now. What are you at? 27. Oh, I'm at 25.5. <clears throat> All right. I think I eat the microphone. I don't understand. I don't understand why it goes back to 16 and a half. It's so freaking annoying. Save it as a preset. Mm, AJ, yours was quiet last time for some reason. That's because AJ was quiet. All right. Well, I'll go up a little bit. Then there's 27. So Botastic is 27 decibels. What the does that mean? Oh, it doesn't matter. I have to crank the... But interfaces headphone output just to hear you guys. So anytime I play something else, it blows my ears out. What are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me close. <laughs> Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> this chili is so good. What's in it? Chili. Dude, it's so weird how much you can hear things in this microphone. Like, I just heard Amber talking in the living room. I didn't know you could hear stuff in a microphone. You know you can hear stuff in headphones, <laughs> but a microphone? That's a pretty good microphone. Well, is it like the new washers and dryers are washing? Actually, technically, your guys' interface is in your microphone. Technically. But technically still, you my, my headphones <laughs> are what I'm hearing through. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> technically, technically, listen to the sound of reason. Are you going to answer me? What's in the chili? I I did. I said no, chili. You didn't you? Said chili. No, I want to know. It's just said, chili powder and chili. Oh chili my god! And- <laughs> <laughs> it's in your chili, chili powder. It's beans. Is it beans? Hamburger? Uh, V eight juice. I don't think she put tomatoes in. V eight. Yeah, the spicy V8. Really? Mm-hmm. Chili powder. Well, I've never sugar, heard of that. Um, spicy mm. chili beans. Mm. Some cheese. She doesn't do onions or tomatoes because I don't care for onions or tomatoes. I'm a boring guy. Do you cook it in a slow cooker? <sighs> in a crock pot. A crock pot. Mm. A crock pot. You got to trill mm. the R. Crock. 
So what do you guys think about all the pricing things? For the what love of God. Can you just wait a minute? Oh, oh man. Oh, God. I didn't know we were going to talk about that. No, I wasn't done processing the chili recipe. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the chili. The Rhythm Pyro Podcast. Queer Prosy, AJ, and Jamie ignite your passion for pyromusical show design while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid. I bet Nate makes really good chili. Just a guess. Nate's meat in my chili and make it better. Nate's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you make a venison chili? Yeah. 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 You ever had oh, it? Oh yeah. It's good. Really? It's really I had good. a buddy that, uh, that's, there was a town not too far from here that was having a deer problem. So they were pretty much saying, come in and you could shoot as many deer as you want. Just get them out of our town. <laughs> Every time we'd go to his house on the weekend, he'd have like back straps there ready to go. He'd be making chili all the time out of it. It's just, it's all we did is eat deer when we showed up over there. It was amazing. Hunting season is a beautiful thing. Oh, have you ever been to a wild game party? No, I haven't. Do you eat nothing but wild game at a wild oh, yeah. game party? This is the first time I had elk. Really? There's a, um, a buffalo. The guy that used to conduct the indie group by for fireworks forever we always loved going to his place to pick up fireworks because he'd feed you and it was amazing he had a bunch of like venison sausages and all kinds of different recipes i mean stuff that i wouldn't necessarily ever eat so it's very good mm-hmm. so the next group by pickup is at nate's yeah <laughs> i say yes <laughs> I had no idea that he was that close. <clears throat> he said he was only like an hour and a half from mm-hmm. where we had Octoblast. Yeah, so, so he must be someplace in India. Do you remember where we stayed? Right? Remember where we stayed in um, uh, close to Indianapolis for friends? Uh, yeah. Yep. He's probably 10 minutes from there. No shit. Yeah. Huh. Ugh. Old please. <clears throat> and get this out. <laughs> It never leaves my desk. It does I have a have lid, though. Quarters. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, what are we going to talk about this week? You guys want to do a? Uh, um. Well, actually, you know what? You asked that question before we start. Today in pirate <laughs> news. <laughs> <clears throat> hear ye, hear ye! The price of MJG igniters is going up. Quick looks. Is it just the quick plugs? I think it, is it quick plugs or both? Actually, you know what? Before I go spouting off no, about it, this, it I should probably both. read the email. No, it, um, it, it is. It is it, uh, the only thing I saw in there uh, for the price increases was that the uh, standard three foots look like they they stay the same, mm. but everything goes up on the standards just a few bucks. Uh, but the quick plugs really take the, uh, mm. the toll on that. Uh, all right, hold on. I just pulled up the news page on Cobra. Upcoming price adjustment to uh, three I mean, footers. This is gonna, come, go it's going to be across the board, right? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. You know, God bless Scott. He tells people about the increases. Did anybody else get emails from any other vendors saying that pricing is going up? And I guess where I'm going with this is, um, if the pricing adjustment reflects the betterment and quality, then 
perfect. I'll pay more if they fucking work. But this I was is waiting for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope you went to the bank. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. I'm reading over this again. And our commitment to transparency and keeping the value customer informed. We want to ensure that energy igniters are increasing due to an increase in costs from our supplier. I think mm-hmm. it has to do with the copper wire because I a lot of my atro- electrician friends have said the copper wire has skyrocketed. So, hmm. which is actually a well, good thing, I mean, I need to <clears throat> turn in my scrap now. <laughs> I get it. You're and you've got overhead and other things like that. I just want to know that if the price is going up, is this stuff going to work? You know, are we going to get better quality output? Um, because if we're paying more and nothing's happened with quality, um, I'm not happy with that. Absolutely. It's just crazy yeah. to know that a three footer is going to be a dollar and nine cents shipped. That's nuts, man. I know that's an extra dollar to every firework I want to shoot. That's absolutely Cakes nuts. Cakes are going to look more awesome. I mean, if you think about it, like look at some of the uh, 30 millimeters or 25 millimeters uh, that you can get. Mm-hmm. And you do the math on that. It's like you're, you're getting what, like a buck. Uh, so it's what, a dollar. You're spending like 16 cents more for a, a one shot than you are the igniter to ignite it. Yeah. Man. <clears throat> what was if that? If it goes off. If it goes off, it's going to look real pretty. Um, I don't, have you guys seen if either of you talked to other vendors and I guess that's where I was going with this earlier. I don't think other vendors really announce them, right? It's just posted and then people bitch and moan, complain about it as they have to buy them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody else said anything. It was just Cobra. I mean, mean, Cobra has always been upfront about price changes. We yep, never liked them, but that. at least they always said, hey, we got to raise the price of the modules. We don't want to. We'll right. put it off as long as possible. You know, that's why when they do a price increase, it's not just a small amount. It's, you know, reflects the price increase at that time because they sold out their old stock and mm. really helped us out. And who didn't buy during that time? We got, you know, the biggest shaft because they shouldn't have waited. Yeah. AJ. What does that mean? No, I don't it's know not AJ. It's not either one of you guys. It's almost always me. <laughs> it's almost always me. I, I can't buy anymore. Forever. I don't have. I couldn't afford to fill what I have now. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All the cues. Uh, let's see. Hold on. The retail them. price. Yeah, it looks like. It's, it's like just crazy to think. Oh it's my god, be... dude! The fifteen footers went up dramatically. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. To fill my let's, system, it's looking like it'll cost eleven hundred bucks. Ah! Hey, that's a good question. Go look in, uh, and I imagine that that would be reflective of uh, increases in wire costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but um, they might have they they might have raised the prices up already on that stuff yet. You know, they're waiting also until they get yeah, their new batch yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, I, well, that's probably, to be quite honest, that that may very well be what we're looking at now, right? I, you know, I, I don't know what their volume is and how much they consume. Um, 
in any particular season, but I would imagine, you know, they have a pretty good idea of like, Hey, through our busy season, we're going to sell this much, right? So they stock up on it. They bring that stuff in. So it's always in stock. They ship it out. And, you know, as the season wraps up or you get, you know, you approach your next buy, um, that may very well be what they're looking at is increased cost. But like, again, I, I think that the, the firewire initiator is hella intuitive. It's, it's very innovative. I just want the damn things to work because paying what we're paying now, obviously for the backyard guys, I mean, I'm, I'm licensed. I have my 54. I can go get standard e-match um, and, and use those on appropriate shows. But this stuff is just, it's, it's insanely overpriced for the quality that you get at present from the factory. Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I need to get a. uh, It is coming to that point, though. I guess now. Should do a pro wrestling segment. (laughs) All right, so I found five hundred foot right now is going for thirty three dollars and ninety cents. Five hundred feet of scab wire. Yep. So if you break it down to three foot sections, it costs seven cents. It would be be labor. It would be shipping. It would be fuel surcharge. It would be the the composition. Yeah, and, there's a lot that quick goes, plugs, especially. Yes. I mean, all every single aspect that has skyrocketed. I'm sure just in you know the last three years of things that have went down. But um, it just sucks that they, like you said, the price we're already paying is hurting us after the you know debacle of the cost of the actual fireworks themselves, and now we have a product that has a very high failure rate pretty consistently across the year this year with multiple people that were being told is going to go up even higher. It's like, like you said, it needs to work before you raise yep. the price on me. <laughs> oh, either that or, you know, if the price increase is reflective of new factory practices or, you know, hiring on a, a better quality control or whatever. I mean, I, you know, anything that goes into that. Sure. I mean, I, I think you would have, there's a big part of the community that would say, Hey, yeah, we'll pay that. You know, if we know that you're, you're addressing this and you know, this is a baked in fix, but I don't know. I don't like doing that. I don't, I, Ugh, this feels so bitter. I don't like buying. I feel like I need to take so a bitter. I don't so like bitter. Buying. I feel so bitter. I feel like I need to take a shower now. I don't like buying a match because all it does is doesn't show me make me see anything pretty. So it's like the most depressing part of buying <laughs> fireworks. It's like that's the most depressing part too. <laughs> buying the e match. Yes. When I buy the fireworks, I can watch and see what they do, and then blow them up in the sky for a dollar. Usually the shipping's what gets me. That's where I'm like, oh, I hate spending money that mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything. The U match helps me at least. Well, I, I like shipping because I don't have to drive. <laughs> God, I hate driving. <laughs> oh, I derailed. I had something. It was right on the tip of my tongue. I just forgot what it was. What were we staring about? into the I exactly. Uh, oh well, okay. I think I got it. The <laughs> I think. Because there's such a delta between your retail costs from your vendors for standard regulated e-match, you have created value in the MJG Firewire Initiator when you create something that you can bring to market, it's unregulated, you add the quick plugs, you add these other things that create value, and that's okay. I understand you can sell that. 
However, when the cost Delta gets really, really wide, I'm talking like Moses parting the Red Seas wide. Is this stuff going to work? Delta, Delta, Delta. Delta, Delta, Delta. (laughs) Okay. All right. Is there any other news? Go ahead. You got another thought? Delta. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) No, I was thinking like just what you said earlier too, is if the cost going up because they're doing something different, um, you know, and testing or, you know, making mm-hmm. sure that batches go out correctly. Like you said, then it'll be okay. Yeah. It'll make I'm, you feel a little better. Exactly. And, and if that has something to do with it, I think, especially since, you know, I, this is, it's gotten to a point with the failure rates in firewire that it's spreading. Like it, I, it sucks. I mean, we're doing it right now. The shit just spreads like wildfire. Um, <laughs> I think it's because people are doing more Q shows now too. Like yeah. some people have, yeah. have built their equipment up that the failure rates are higher because instead of shooting, you know, 50 or 60 or a hundred, mm-hmm. 120, now they're, they're doing four or 500 Qs. And it's just people it, that, you know, cause they're all inspired by you. What does that mean? Eat your chili. Eat your chili. 4,000 Qs. Eat your chili. Chili, chili. More. These failed. More. Well, you didn't have them plugged in. Oh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> duh. I'm supposed to plug them in? Yeah, what I don't. Exactly. Okay. Is there any other any other news? Any more rants? Mm, rants? Mm. <laughs> no. Rhythm rants. <laughs> Rhythm rants. <laughs> Ah, I like that. Rhythm is a ranting. (laughs) (laughs) Today, Pyro News. I know we we talked about doing an Octoblast episode, but I don't know that... I mean, we covered a lot of that last week. And I don't know how interesting that is. I mean, nobody really gives a shit, so... Jamie, do you have anything that you learned at Octoblast? Nobody gives a shit. That that you would like (laughs) the people to know? C4 is liquid cocaine. Oh my what God, is it? A, <laughs> that drink, that oh, energy okay. drink. Oh my word. I'm like, I'm like, who brought C4 to Octoblast? Mm. <laughs> Jamie did. The one guy that shouldn't even be allowed to buy it. You should have, you should have to carry some kind of licensure to buy that at the gas station. Bo was just like dying at 3.30 and I drank a C4 and he's well, like, Whoa. Dude, when Richard, I think Richard brought the batch to sky wars. I'd never had that stuff. Right. I mean, you know, back, back in my heyday, when I actually lifted weights and took care of my body, um, you know, I took C4's pre-workout and that's, you know, it was all well, fine and good. And it did what it was supposed to do, but I had no idea what was in that. I just figured, you know, I, I drink those monster energy drinks, the sugar-free ones all the time. And it was sky wars and I was really tired and I don't eat breakfast and I'll do coffee. So when Richard was like, Hey, would you like an energy drink? Would you like a C4? said, sure, buddy, whatever. Give it here. And it's like, I start drinking it. <laughs> just on like I drink just on an empty stomach. Like I drink everything else. You know, I can get through probably a two liter of soda and ugh, <laughs> a scary quick amount of time. So I'm through this entire can in probably 15 minutes. And it's one of those big energy drink cans. Oh my God. About 20 minutes later, my, you were zinging. dude, my face 
I, it felt like little creatures were under my skin trying to come His out of my face. were shaking. Yeah. Ooh. I could see your face. Cause you were like, Oh man, I'm just like, I, I was like looking at him like, yeah, you look like you're on crack. <laughs> you okay, bro? Face is moving. <laughs> Did you get and into I'm, the Colombian Bam Bam? <laughs> Roads. <laughs> That's why we got the one shots done in one day. <laughs> uh-huh. So when Jamie brought them to Octoblast, I made sure to temper myself. <laughs> one sip every about nine minutes. But so hey, what did we you got think of that other one? <laughs> the one I gave you. The one that tastes like a dream mm, It wasn't. Yeah, yours. It wasn't as bad. It was. It just, I mean, it, it was that energy. It gives you the energy, right? It gave you the energy, but it, you know, it. It didn't make didn't, you feel you're a crackhead, and you didn't crash. Exactly. I didn't feel like I had to come back to you to tell you what I feel like. Which is, I went up to, I kid you not, man, about 30 minutes after I drank that thing, I walked up to Richard and I said, what did you give me? What was in that? It didn't bother me like that, but I sure stayed awake. Didn't he, say, he drinks like three of those a day or something? Oh, man. Mm. He is a man's man. <laughs> no way. This is about Texas. Can you handle your C4, bro? No, I can't. He's sitting there talking to people, jaw jagging. What's <laughs> 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 wrong with you, man? Energy drinks. <laughs> Pay attention. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. See this angle? It's not right. <laughs> and I One loved it click. too because that not that was clicks. the dude. That was the morning that uh, the gym. He was at the you know it was Jim and Derek setting the angles right. The, t- the two most vocal auditors when it comes to uh, uh, I guess rack checking. But all I remember, like three or four times, <laughs> one rack took it back. Six minutes later, this angle isn't right. <laughs> Who set this rack? <laughs> <laughs> Who did this? Oh my God. <laughs> he found him though. <laughs> uh-huh. He did. Oh, Derek was a bulldog. I, to my fourth rack, I actually tried to take it over to another table to get a different auditor. <laughs> and Derek, like, he kind of looked at me. He's like, oh, no, man, bring it over here. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jamie, seriously, what did you learn at Octoblast? Besides, don't try to design a show in a week. No. Oh my God, man. Um, I learned that fluorescent paint is pretty awesome to work with. Yeah. I learned that people that know how to set up the tower are awesome to work with. (laughs) I learned that you don't need sleep to function. (laughs) Um, That hostess donuts are better than Entenmann's donuts. Mm. And... You don't say no to trailer help. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> you don't say no to trailer help. I don't know what that means. When John walks up, when John walks up to you at noon on the very last day and says, Is there anything else you need? You want oh. us to go out in the field and get all those racks and stuff? You don't you remember that scene in Ghostbusters when she's like he's like, Ray, when when the, when the entity asks you if you were God, you say yes. I want you to take the giant flatbed out into the field and get all of those racks and bring them back. <laughs> oh man. For like three hours. I'm sitting there like, you know, I'm salty as hell. Cause it's just you and I cleaning up and you know, Brad. And then all of a sudden it was like, I, I don't know what we were talking about. We got back on the topic of all those guys when they left. And then you're like, Oh yeah. They asked me if they want to go out in the field and grab all that stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, oh, I 
also learned that um, Rockville wedge lights do not hold up to vehicles very well when we're driven over. Uh-oh. <laughs> the long ones? No. no, no so hitting no, no, one no. of those bar lights with a truck would probably be pretty easy. It's long. It's like 48 inches long. Those little uh, Rockville <laughs> wireless, what is it called? Wedge light? Yeah. Tiny. It's like the size of a little football. Somebody ran it over with their truck. What the hell? I mean, white light still works. The white light still works. <laughs> oh, no, call Rockville back and see if you get a, see if you get a uh, either warranty replacement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna need more than a new circuit board, buddy. That sucker. Circuit was, board blew up. That was pancaked. Makes a good white strobe, but that's all you need. <laughs> Silver strobe. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Hold on a second. I want to make a, let's see. Sorry. I'm taking footnotes here because I wanted to put other stuff in the uh, description of the episode. I realized when I go to write the descriptions for the episode, I try to think back and this is after one, I lived it and two, I've listened to the whole thing again. So I've lived it and then relived it. And then I get to the description. I'm like, what'd we talk about? <laughs> Even though you listen to the whole thing, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much how all our conversations go. Mm-hmm. It's true. Our conversations <laughs> do end up all over the place. I don't even know. Like we start at the beginning, and then we start at the at the end. We're back at the beginning for a second. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about my chili, and somehow we're talking about the beginning. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, Damn, chili. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's chili without hey, don't say meat. no to trailer help. That's right. Don't say no to trailer help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. C four, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> say no to say no to a twelve pack of C four. So I didn't yes, crash or anything or that stuff. I mean, really? I was yeah, I was okay I, with the one that you gave me. Uh, well, the day we were cleaning up, that one was okay for like, I, and I think it was just yeah. because I paced myself. You didn't chug it. Plus you had eaten, but yeah, I mean, I was, I couldn't believe how I kept going for two days with two hours of sleep, two night, two yeah. days in a row. I'm like, I am so tired. How am I not sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. The, the help that we got on Saturday with labeling, matching, and then sorting, that was, that was a big help. Oh yeah, I mean, few people stayed up to five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yep, that that was huge. Yeah, Paul, Paul from OPEG, Brad the, from BPG. Out. Yeah, that helped yep. out a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I got a question for you guys, then, and maybe we no. could ask, or other people will mention on this too, or what they do after the show. Have you guys gone through your equipment? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your first instinct is usually to run out to the field. And collect everything, right? Because you get the worries. You got the worries that, like, oh my, oh my God, a, you know, a module is going to get taken or misplaced, or a cable broken, or somebody's going to drive over a wedge light or a bar light or you know something like that. Um, but I think because the setup, at least this was for me. I'm not going to speak for Jamie. Like for me, after the show was over and everything was done, I mean, I pretty much packed up nothing. I mean, everything was out on the field up at the main table where, you know, the laptop was. And I mean, when I walked back over to the table, um, where the Simpty feed was running to the Cobra, Jamie had flipped off the command center and then taken the command center away. But the Reaper, 
was the program that I used to run the empty feed was still running. And then it was at like the hour and 45 minute mark after the show. <laughs> so <laughs> Jamie turned the, the controller off and then unplugged the computer and then just let everything sit. But I was okay with that because I genuinely just wanted like a half an hour to breathe 45 minutes or something. Cause it was just such a hellacious setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, for the most part, even delaying things, I think all the people that, you know, had stuff in the four by eight competition, everybody that had stuff like gear in the main show, things like that, you know, they'd gone through and, and picked that stuff up. But for the most part, you know, everything was still out there, especially for the main show. That's a good point. It's a rare anytime my show, Sky Wars, anything that after the show is over, you just kind of hang out with the people that got to see the show and relax half hour, whatever. It's rare. It's like, as soon as the show's over, all right, walk around. Okay. Time to go out there and get it. It's safe now. And it's like work because nobody wants to stay up to two or three in the morning. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) So it was nice. You kind of hit a good point with that too, because there's been a lot of shows that I've been to, you know, be it at Sky Wars, the lake or your show or whatever. And we, the show's over. I feel like you don't even really get that feedback, right? You know, you spend all this time trying to design a really cool show. You want to know if people liked it and then and enjoyed it. Um, by the time you're done, but, you're gone. Yeah, right. By the time you get done off the field and you've done cleanup and everything like that, then you come back and everybody's gone. There's nobody there to give you that feedback. And Crack open my know, first beer and there's five people left and they're drunk yeah. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you're still here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're not awake. Mm-hmm. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's every it's year Uncle, at every show. Uncle man. Larry's out in the, uh, he's out in his lawn chair. He's been out for hours. In fact, he missed the show. He was asleep, <laughs> sleep or passed out. One of the two. I went, I went from being the guy that got left at the pond, passed out during the fireworks show, left out in the pond by himself to everybody's gone before I even get open a beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I was talking yep. about more of like, once you get home, going through your stuff to make sure everything's mm. copacetic. I do that um, the next year. <laughs> the next year. Well, you know, you're onto something there, I think, because I feel like I've gotten, I feel like of the three of us, I'm probably the laziest of the bunch when it comes to like the after effect of that stuff. The things that I tend to not care about as much are like the, you know, like the DB25 cables Cape, because they're, tape. yeah. Yeah, tape. tape. Well, I, as long as I hang out close enough to AJ's stuff, I leave every show with two more rolls of frog tape than I had when I got there. Why oh, did you go home with some frog tape? I did. Oh, that was Rex. I did. It's not frog I tape. Have, it's called Princess I will, I will tape. say Princess one thing tape, I learned yeah. is I now have my trailer pretty much set up where I just leave all my stuff on there now. That's how it's going to be from now on. That's because you got an amazing trailer. <laughs> if I could take my tiny little five by eight trailer and turn that into anything special. I really I wanted to put your trailer in my trailer the other uh, day. But we probably could. <laughs> could, could try it. I am pretty sure it would have fit. <laughs> I think it would have. I was going to yeah. ask you if you wanted to try that so you didn't have to have your dad come oh back and pick God. it up. Dude, that would have been amazing. <laughs> dad actually called when I was, um, maybe call it 20 minutes away from getting back to the house. He was like, yeah, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm like, oh man, it's it's late, really? 
And he didn't wind I, I, up getting back with the trailer until super early. Cause I think he went to John's property, that man hooked up the sleep. trailer and he just slept in the truck at the shoot site. Yeah. Cause he was, and I don't blame him. I mean, he sounded exhausted yeah, he, when he I talked need, to him initially. Yeah, he needed a rest. I can't mm-hmm. it came that late. Yeah. Excuse well, me. he was, dude, he was a trooper. Like he refused to go to, <laughs> he wouldn't I, go to bed. Yeah. He wouldn't go to bed. The nights that we were up until five in the morning, he was not one night. Cause up he was, with he us. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's just going, man. He's the guy that I look up to going, man, I hope I move like you do at that yep. age. I <laughs> yep. really, 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 really hope to God I do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just don't leave your Apple watch in the sink with the alarm set while he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incoming heavy pillow. <laughs> you might as well so, put it in like a tin bucket or something. So I for all your shook the whole camper. That's quite hilarious. Oh, it's terrible. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad because you even said that wasn't the day you went to your house. To, no, that wasn't no. the day that you went to your when house. I went that to my house day. to print all the labels. Yeah. I called you from my house to the shoot site, which was. You, you, answer, you, you answered 15 minutes before I got there and I live an hour and 10 minutes away. I'm like, I just kept calling you over and over. I was like, he's going to get mad, but he has to get up. He has to get up. I believe it or not. He has to get up. No. Yeah. Believe it or not. I didn't realize that I'd miss that many calls. So when I finally picked up the phone, when you did call, yeah, that was the first time that I'd heard it. And it wasn't until about a half an hour later when I stumbled out of the camper that I kind of look at my phone. I'm like, oh my God, he called like 30 times. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hmm. I don't know. To answer your question, AJ, you know, like DB25 cables. I don't even really keep a count. I don't probably shouldn't say this out loud because now people are going to be like, oh, well, let's look for Bo's bucket <laughs> because DB25 cables, he doesn't count them. Um, I've got to order some more. I, I used to have 60. I'm down to like 47. I count, I, I count them once a year. Yeah. yeah right I'm, before show time. And I mark the, mark the bend so that way when I go to count them next, I'm like, oh, great. I lost seven. <laughs> yeah. That's well, a good idea though because when I got to the lake this year, I was, oh boy, I, I think I had, was down to my last two cables, one cable. I actually had to pull one cable from like I like my dump channels, my dump modules for, you know, like rows on cakes and stuff that I don't wind up using in the design of the show. I'll usually put those on, you know, a separate ATM with like a channel way out in the middle of nowhere. And because it's out on the lake, I'm like, okay, I'm going to punch these down to something because what I don't want to do is I don't want to bring a half shot cake back in and then keep it for a year and then try to find some place to put it. So I'll put all that, that stuff on a dump channel, but I wound up having to pull that and then rematch the stuff with standard. Actually, I didn't even do that. I just cut the quick plug off of it and then stripped the wire and then punched it down to a standard ATM to save a slot. <laughs> Yeah, I, I allocate and make sure I got all my expensive equipment and, you know, modules and racks and yes. little things yeah. like that. But, you know, this year actually at Sky, uh, Octoblast was, you know, me and Bo went through, cleaned things up for the most part, polished Chad's modules, wiped them down again, cleaned them some more, put them away, and then kind of dusted ours off and put things in order and packed them away. It was actually, took us a lot longer to clean up, but... My trailer's pretty much organized other than all the extra stuff that was tossed in there, fireworks and stuff. But, um, 
it is nice to get your organization done up front. Nobody but you cleans everything as meticulous as you other than Chad. I'm not sure who <laughs> polishes the most. I think you I think Chad actually pulls out that little uh that the glasses that you know you can focus, you bring down another lens, you can zoom in. I think he has one of those when he's cleaning. He has an air compressor, white, white gloves. So he's, we probably didn't clean him very good enough for him, but you know, it was, it was, it was AJ approved. Dude, that's a, Oh my God. I just, that's a phenomenal money-making idea. We'll set up a booth next year at Sky Wars. Module cleaning. And put, no, we'll put AJ on the top of it. Like those guys that do the shoe shining stuff. The subway. Oh, yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah. You want me to model watch that model? I got you, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we can do. We can have AJ have a booth up, module cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> AJ, we'll take uh, I don't be clean your... modules. I just clean the boots. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> now you can clean the modules. Well, so check this out. Believe it or not, I think I'm finally getting to a point where I'm like, okay, maybe I, I need to pay a little more attention to that or at least, you know, clean. Like the DB25 connectors with, you know, contact cleaner and stuff like that. Because like this, this year in particular, I do have, and I, I don't know if we talked about this briefly last week, but I got one 72M, one bank on a 72M yep. where the ninth Q just does not work. Um, things like bank B on one of my 72s. But I, and I don't know if that's a, you know, we tried different cables, we tried different slats, different match. It wasn't yeah, We tried so, everything. Yeah. It's a good point. When you go through and check our equipment all at least once a year. Mm-hmm. We also need to have Brian on for rack maintenance. Rack maintenance? Rack maintenance? Rack maintenance. Well, that's going to make me feel terrible. <laughs> talk about sitting pro- around for you talk properly- about sitting around for an hour and feeling totally <laughs> inadequate. Oh, wow. How do you properly lubricate and maintain uh-huh. your racks for optimum performance to avoid <laughs> oxidation and corrosion? Brian, mm-hmm. go. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that there was something that he could put on there, but it would cost so much to do to each rack that he was like, it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things you can do. The only thing that I do once in a while is when something's starting to get tight in a section, I'll take, uh, mm-hmm. I'll loosen that section up <laughs> and put, um, oh God, what's that? The three in one oil. KY three and one. What's it, what's in three and one oil? Three and one. It's just three different oils, I guess. I the don't K, know. The that's what they call J. it. Three and one oil. <laughs> <laughs> so I put a couple drops on there, work the two back and forth. <laughs> oh, wow. oh no! I just said I had an idea. I'm going to bring a bottle of Astroglide to the next show and dump it in between all of your chambers on one of your racks. I, I will make sure before we do this elaborate get prank. Sticky. No, I ain't gonna make it sticky. We'll use the water-based one. Oh, okay. <laughs> watermelon flavor. Watermelon flavor. <laughs> Those oh are sour patch kids. God. Oh, that's what I learned. Everybody this does delightful. <laughs> what? Everybody that does fireworks likes watermelon sour patch kids, apparently. Oh, I mean, it's the lack of options. You buy 15 five-pound bags of... Well, let's, watermelon let's clarify Sour that. Patch Kids. I buy. Yeah, I know. Sour well, Patch what did kids. I say? Did I say we? Community bags. I remember asking you the day of the show because at Sky Wars, you had mm-hmm. two or three bags at the I, uh, I Airbnb. I had a big bag and it was gone in like 15 mm-hmm. minutes and I 
AJ was on his way. He's like, I need more Sour Patch Kids. He calls please. me. I'm going to the stories. I couldn't please. find them. I just found like the little box ones or whatever. I'm like, I yeah. found these. He's like, nah, if you get the ones that are shaped like kids, that's not going to be the right one. <laughs> it has to be watermelon. It's got to be watermelon. watermelon. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. None of the strawberry. No. Watermelon. <laughs> Those are pretty good, but I, I don't know why it took me so long to, I think it was like the day of the show. I'm like, Hey, you really like these, don't you? <laughs> and I don't like watermelon candy. Really? No, that doesn't make all. any sense. Exactly. I like watermelon. This is the and worst kind of the year anyways. Kids. All the chocolate going on right now. <laughs> I can't That's Halloween, man. It's a yeah, Halloween. <laughs> this oh, month. It's you know what I worse. need? I need chocolate balls. What? Dark chocolate, no, you, strawberry you don't. chocolate oh, balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we can get some Friday. Yeah. Go to the, uh, I'd never been to that store until <laughs> me, you, Katie, and Stephanie went. I was like, yeah. why didn't know this place existed? All You're telling me all you sell here are little chocolate balls? Yes, sir. <laughs> you were fascinated all, by that, too. I was. So that very, very, t- very tiny Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> Um, AJ, what do you do during the uh, off season? I mean, yeah. I actually not even so much off season, but like after a show, like what's your, what's your process? Cause I feel like yours would be pretty tedious and yeah, that would be people. a good habit for people to learn. Uh, to learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you're going to learn, learn from the, Hola amigos, this is Fireworks and Vices Luis Alfredo. Sit down, grab your pillow, and enjoy a siesta while he tells you about how his way of doing things is muy superioso, okay? I just like listening to that. <laughs> I could imagine when you made that, oh, you were sitting man. there just laughing your ass off. Oh, the whole I was. Time. Oh, I was. I, it's not. I, so I don't even bother. Like half the time when I'm writing music, I mean, Katie's, she's, she loves music and, you know, whether or not she likes mine is irrelevant. But for the most part, when I write a song, I'm going to sit down and do something. Now, I didn't write a lot of that. A lot of that's just a bunch of clips like put together. But man, oh man, was I proud of myself. I instantly, as soon as Katie got home, dude, I cranked the sound system. And I hit play like three times. It took three times through for her to come in and, you know, give me the eyebrow. What is this? <laughs> what am I listening to? It's my new head, honey. Yeah. This <laughs> is great, isn't it? <laughs> I'm reaching different Then when genre. I told her what it was for, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. All right. Dazzle me. You mean like for after show cleanup, I guess? Yeah. Like, uh, well, I, I guess start with the, the, you know, the immediate and then we can kind of take this into the long term too. I would like to do a, another episode on, you know, cool little side projects and like admin really high level stuff when it comes to what to do during the winter months. So, you know, maybe like make it the, the micro stuff that happens right after a show. You have entered the plot of zone. <laughs> I don't know, man. Next day, everything 100% is cleaned, put away, and tested. What's your process right after the show? I mean, we kind of talked about Octoblast, the process of kind of going out to the field and getting some stuff. We were kind of speaking in the context of, you know, when do you do that and when do you collect it? But it wasn't so much like a step-by-step on going out and picking stuff up. Because if you're using a system, you know, we're 
we use cables a ton. And I still feel like we don't necessarily have the answers when it comes to wrapping cables up and then making sure that there's just not a gigantic rat's nest. Because I feel like at every single show, there kind of is one. But, you know, I don't know. Like, because at Skywars, we kind of went down position by position ever so slowly from position one, you know, back toward the trailers, right? Ever so slowly. No kidding. (laughs) I don't know. So like a day of the show, um, after everything's done. See, it's different though. If like it's in, it's it's completely different than if I'm doing a show with like Doug. Pretty Mm -hmm. much when you get home, right? What do you mean? That's when you do everything? No, it's the next morning. I collect everything, just stick it in the trailer. And then once I get up in the morning... Besides the modules, I take the modules out at night. I don't leave those in there. But uh, everything else comes out the next day and everything gets cleaned up and put away and the cables get checked. But it's kind of nice because I have the kids to be like, hey, you guys want to check cables? And, you know, you guys want something busy. fun to do for daddy? And they enjoy it though, dude. <laughs> They're like, oh, green lights, green lights. <laughs> so it works out. It's like keeps them busy long enough and perfect. But it's just nice because if I left it there, it would bug me so much that I couldn't focus on doing something else after that. At least I know that I, when I'm, if I get into something else, equipment's the last thing I have to worry about because it's already Mm. been pre-checked and done. Yeah. Right. So you, you'll take everything, you know, dirty and as, as is throw it in, you know, a a bucket or a side by side or, and take it back to the trailer. Cause I think you had, you and Amber were in the trailer you know, wiping stuff off and <laughs> draining, draining modules and, um, all kinds of like, basically just like the micro cleanup when it comes to making sure that there's just not a bunch of shit on. Oh yeah. Skywars was completely different though. I mean, we rolled up every cord to fit them back in there, but when we got back to the house, we wiped them all down and everything. Cause they were disgusting. It was just to get it home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and make sure that whatever was there was, together at least cable management's always been a pain. And and I think the reason I've, I've been so bad at it is, you know, like when I do things at the lake shy of putting a bunch of containers inside the John boat, which, you know, I've done before, but for the most part, it was always easier to go out onto the lake, collect the stuff that meant something to me, you know, modules and cables and slats, and then vacate. Right. And then come, come and get the other stuff later. Cause it's, it's not a big deal and come out and get that tomorrow. Um, but a byproduct of that wanting to get on and off of the lake as quickly as possible, wind up unplugging the stuff and just tossing it in the John boat. And then that's that it's, I, I feel like a better way to approach that would almost be, you know, like the two man buddy system where, you know, you hand stuff to one person in the boat or even a third person in the boat. And, you know, their sole job would be to, if there's room, you know, when you have a container here, take this, unplug it from the module, go ahead and wrap the cable and then, you know, separate the slot and then boom, you have it done one and the same, but that perfect world I don't live in. I just thought of something that would be really cool for cable management. That we should get wireless systems. No. <laughs> Wireless slats. I don't know if I should say it though, because I think we could do something with this. No. <laughs> this would be a selling point, man. Ooh, here we go. Super secret. Super secret. Super secret cable management device. Cable management device. Delta. 
Delta. <laughs> Delta. Delta Alpha. <laughs> Requires NDA. <laughs> All right. no, seriously, think about like, um, you know, those key chains that like you pull out and it pulls Club. itself back in. Oh, lanyard. Yeah. Okay. Now imagine if you get a DBT 25 cable, that's a, di- it's a disc and you just pull the cable out. And like, as you're pulling out, kind of like an air compressor hose, mm. it stops, it clicks, you know, but then when you want to roll it back in, you just pull it out and then zzz, it rolls itself back in. Mm. Does that kinda make like sense? Those chargers you can buy at the gas station for your cell phone. Uh, I don't know. I've never bought a charger from a gas station. <laughs> Believe it or not, I relate more to the air compressor hose one than I do the charger at the gas station. <laughs> so, I mean, th- I mean, but, but it's like encased, you know what I mean? So that way, when you yeah. put them away, you could just toss, toss, toss. They're like little Frisbees. Yeah. And then you don't have to yeah, worry about gotcha. cable So it's almost like it, it's its own... Um, device. Yeah, it's, yeah, all it's its own r- like real device, which I don't, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Um, you know, the, like the, with the XLR cables, the DMX XLR cables, you know, those, um, you know, that process that, that Chad showed Jamie and Jamie then, you know, passed along to me at his show this year, just kind of was, it blew my mind, but you can do that with DMX cable because they're, you know, they can mate to each other, right? You can get one DMX cable and you can mate to the other one. Now, I don't know how great that is for the cable itself over time, because I'm sure that you lose some life on that. But I mean, for the stuff that we're using it for, I don't think we use these things enough um, for them to really damage themselves and take themselves out of service. We're, that not, twisting the, we're not twisting the cables, so it's actually good. Yeah, Gooder it's better it. on it. Gooder. I don't know. I ruined that one cable at Gooder. Sky Wars and then like a dumbass, I put it right back on the uh, thing and we wondered why so, half of the lights didn't work so at the beginning of the show. I was thinking about that and I just say that. Um, when I did the testing, I used every single one of your short cables. Mm. And yeah, you they, must have set that one aside then because I know it was bad. And they all were flashing that I could see in the super bright sunlight at the time. Mm. So yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe it's just an intermittent issue. Could be, but I don't know how it works. Whatever you did. Are you talking about the cable that comes off the module? Yeah. So the, the DMX cables that come off of the module to the first fixture, they don't need to be super long cables. So I have like, a, I got one reel of, I don't know, call it eight to 10 short shorties, like six footers. Um, but like an idiot, I have dedicated DMX cables and I have dedicated XLR cables for audio stuff. But because I was lazy, when we did the podcast at Skywars, I grabbed my reel of DMX cables because it was in the garage and I would have had to go downstairs into the studio to get my reel of XLRs. And there's like, those aren't even on I would have had to. Yeah, I would have <laughs> had to. downstairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I chose poorly because in the, uh-huh, in the process <laughs> of doing this, I lost an XLR DMX cable. Um, in a fit of rage. Yeah. Fitting rage. Mm. Katie up with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Edit. This is. Yeah. <laughs> we need rope? Oh no, we don't. God. I can't wait um, to do the, the pyro wives thing. That's going to be. Yeah, yeah well, okay. You need to give context with that now. <laughs> after, after the way that that transition, yeah, do that at Friendsgiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
didn't you bring that whole reel to cable? So, yeah, but it's not for what you think. <laughs> I, that'll be fun, man. Doing the uh, that'll be fun doing the the podcast at Friendsgiving, and I think it'd be. I think you were onto something there too with the video. I think it'd be cool to have a video element to it. Oh my god! You guys are going to make this section impossible. It's going to be incomprehensible. I'm going to have to edit it so much. Section ruined. <laughs> <laughs> right. AJ and Jamie being AJ uh, and Jamie. Let's see. Um, trying to think. There's probably other things that we do during cleanup that are important. So typically, when let's just say my show, for example, we have usually one or two people that are at a table taking the equipment, the, the modules, the cables, the slats that are being brought in and taking them apart and kind of wiping them down and putting them in a bin that they go in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always worked very successfully. Um, and then take it to the next step where AJ goes through and cleans everything down and, you know, tests it the very next day. But that's always been a smooth process where you can, okay, let's get the cables out the slats, get the cables out the modules, get the boots and the antennas and, and the keys all together. Okay, here's this one. It's ready to go in the bin. As ben says there's supposed to be nine modules. Nine modules were good, you know, with two people at the table and two, three people bringing equipment in. It usually goes pretty smooth. Less of a rat's nest that way for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys separate your... I think you guys both separate your keys and your antennas right from the unit no keys stay in mine i keep mine together now my antennas i haven't fully decided yeah i keep those in a separate box my keys i have on that lanyard attached to the uh, antenna and i just shove it in the boot but the antennas i kind of like just counting nine set 16 antennas and putting them in a toolbox that way yeah because they like to fall out of the boot and i get aggravated when they're in the bottom of the bin yeah. But then I get aggravated when I pick up a module with a boot and there's no antenna. So, I can't oh, win dude, it was way. aggravating. Dude, it was, it was <laughs> aggravating me. I mean, I, and I, like, I understand too, because, like, with your guys' 72s, like your multi channel mods, you guys use the, the boots, like big boots, boots right? I hate the big those ones. Boots. Yeah. With the big open side. So it's like, it's almost impossible to store the antenna yeah. in that because there's nothing that's going to keep it. I mean, as soon yeah. as you start transporting or even, you know, mm-hmm. go to move one module to put another module in, in its storage container, then boom, the antenna falls out. Here you go, Scott. Add a little small a like flat circle holder. hole a part boot holder. Yeah, that you can slide the, uh, you know, the antenna over. Slide it into the rubber. Yep. What are we talking about? <laughs> For the boot. He could mold it so that there's like a little like, you know, small donut underneath that bigger flap and you could just slide the antenna through there. I would like a fanny pack. A fanny pack. Maybe a silicon fanny pack. Silicon fanny pack. Silicon fanny pack that I can put all my antennas in. <laughs> a silicone belt. See, with your antennas going around like bullets. <laughs> I use those right angles uh, for all my. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. That's a great idea. Amazon. Actually, hold even, on. Be- even better than Amazon the belt. bullet cowboy belt. Bullet. <laughs> not, uh, not even a belt. The vest that goes across your shoulder. Yes. Hold on. Yes. This has got to be a be thing. Like, there it is. It's eighteen ninety nine. 
one on 100 rounds rifle pistol bullet cartridge adjustable ammo belt you can put this can you put this on your shoulder too oh, oh jamie you're so full of ideas yes you can put it on your shoulder i'm getting it oh my god i'm getting it that's nineteen dollars well spent, oh AJ. God. That's a ta- that is a that's a talking point. You can go to an event and just can you imagine being and like the, the antenna guy? Everybody and, will want to be your friend. And your CB radio fit right on the part by your shoulder. Add to cart. <laughs> Add to cart. <laughs> Add to cart. That's beautiful. Yeah, oh happen. my god. Okay. Um, antenna boy. Yeah, boy. I need an antenna. Where's Bo? I want to become synonymous with antennas and urinals. <laughs> well, there we go. Rhythm pyro antenna belts. Nah, that's <laughs> utility belt. Utility is a utility, <laughs> utility belt. Yeah. <laughs> dude, keep those, dude, we can keep no, those capes. Cobra utility we, belt. Yeah, and keep the keep the capes that we had at Octoblast and oh, have your like, little, where is little my hat cape, on. It's and, in my little uh, pouch on my gig. Mm-hmm. Keep, your, <laughs> keep your. Uh, so, I was in a appointment the other day on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this customer had an electric bike, and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I never did try Scott's bike. He's like, you electric? Yeah, yeah, you want to ride it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's this electric bike around. Oh my God, it's pretty freaking nice. Really? <laughs> so I might have to give me an electric bike to go with nah. the How long does the battery last on those in comparison like, to? It's like it lasts forever and then you can pedal yeah. too. But I mean, it was, he had a big old comfy seat. It was like riding around on a Cadillac and the thing went like 25 miles an hour and he had these tires mm. on it that were... I don't know. They were like four inches wide. I'm like, Holy oh, the super crap. fat tires. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. This is freaking <clears throat> amazing. AJ, let's take bets on if he asked that gentleman how much it could tow. I did not, mm-hmm. but I know you can pull. Oh, I can, oh, I know. And I can pedal. Can it? If it's heavy, I'll just I pedal. Can, right? I can pedal. <laughs> if the battery can't handle it. Hold on. Jamie, Jamie did, you ever, can. did you ever use one of those um, baby <clears throat> carrying things and tow, tow your kid around while you're on a bike? <laughs> I did not. All right. My mom I did. did. And I'll tell you what, going up even a small incline, pulling some weight. Oh. Yeah, but you have assist <laughs> with an electric right. bike. But when the battery dies. Yeah, the battery lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In a bike, there seems like to be such a smaller battery. It's not like That's the Scott. scooter. That's Scott. Scott has one. I don't know, but I bet Scott's electric bike can't tow. The gorilla cart. You mean David or him? This is true. Yeah. Or David. <laughs> exactly. Or David. You just asked Scott, hey, can your little bike to David Anglin? This one was I didn't pretty think so. big. So it's pretty big. You can bike. ride on the handlebars, though. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm going to stick with the gateway. I've actually gotten it out twice just to ride it around the yard. <laughs> so you're going to let uh, Katie use the bigger scooter now? Mm, no. <laughs> Wow. I'm probably not wrecked a scooter at Skywars. So scared. So scared. We rode um, when Cody and company from Victory and Katie and I went to Seattle and when we were there for the Mariners game. Um, we went out to, I think it was Bainbridge Island in Puget Sound. And then we rented those e bikes. They're pretty cool. But the guy flat out told us, he's like, 
Um, if you just like never pedal at all and you just use the battery, then we're going to be picking you up right here. And then he pointed at the map. Because <laughs> the battery's not going to make it around the, the island. Uh, like, oh, okay. Well, we figure out how to make the battery get charged by pedaling. Yeah, well, just put uh, David Anglin in the back and just say, David, pedal. <laughs> or you could do what I do with the trailer. Are you making a gerbil joke? Yeah. <laughs> Was I talking to you about what I did? I had the, uh, I had the, battery running the battery was charging the inverter which was powering yes the you battery did tell charger, me that, but... and i didn't even realize i'm like so i've been running the <laughs> inverter to chart run the battery charger to charge the battery which is running the inverter i'm like i'm so confused right now <laughs> i forgot to right, the charger I, into the generator <laughs> you've unlocked the enigma of renewable energy <laughs> uh, never ending <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> Only every pyro trailer had one of these. After two days, it was still 87%. So it wasn't too bad, I guess. I mean, when you were you were walking me through the chain and I'm like, I I got confused two devices ago. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, AJ, do you have any other, um, let's see. Um, I know we went off track there so bad. No, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> time. Yeah, we actually really did there. Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying right. to think. Everyone knows this is how we talk anyway. So I know. I know there's other little things. I like what you did at Sky Wars with keeping everybody's gear together on the field at different yeah, positions. Because awesome. it really did make it easier when the gear came back because all the gear was there. Yeah. The cables came back with the module and the slats mm -hmm. came back with the module. Yeah. What do you guys do for cases to put your stuff in? Uh, totes, just cheap totes. Cheap Not totes. like your guys. though. I do like the, uh, the travel gate or, uh, the flip tops. Yeah. What flip those tops called? Off. Travel yeah. I know yours are flip tops. They play flip open. Mine's the actual, like you pull it off. The yeah. Whole thing. Yep. What do they oh, call and those you things? Gotta, yours is bigger, isn't it? It's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, they are slightly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, they measure those in. They measure them in gallons, right? Okay. I don't know what the the gallon measurement on that big one is. <laughs> Uh, well, I know that right now each one of those totes holds uh, eight modules. It'll hold. You got the thirty core ones. I don't remember what they are. To be honest with you, are they black and what, yellow? Actually, what are the? They're black uh, and red. They're the black and red ones. Home Depot. Yeah, I think it was a thirty gallon or something like that. Twenty six. But I can fit eleven modules in there. I just choose not to because if I'd have to take the keys out because the lid barely touches that top section right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just more weight. I actually just took two totes of cables. Now I have four totes of cables because I didn't feel like lifting those <laughs> anymore. So I yeah. split the cables yep. up into smaller doses. But how do you split out your cable load? Uh, do you do it by length of cable usually? They're all the same. Okay. The only ones that are different are 10 footers uh, that are like the standard DB25s. The rest of them, I all bought Cobra back in the day. So yeah. they're all 15 footers. A lot of money. Jamie, I like what you did 
And I, I mean, I'd, I'd seen this before, but every time I do anything related to my DB25 cables, I realize that, you know, I kind of like hunt and peck for either the 10 footer or the six footer um, in the totes. But like you separate yours, you know, you put your six footers in one, your 10 footers in another. And I think I did that um, with mine, like mix them all together because I just felt like, eh, I don't have enough six footers. I've got, you know, the vast majority of my cables are 10 footers, so it's not going to matter. But then there's times where I'll the reach opposite. for a six. And, <laughs> do you put them together? I thought you separated no, no, them. No I, no, I have the vast majority of mine are six footers. Six and I is, have like yeah. 12, 10 footers left. Okay. I yeah. used to have 25, so you probably have a lot more now. I'm quite sure <laughs> I've got a handful of yours in my bin. All right. So what I took away from this segment is I need to buy more six foot cables. <laughs> I think though, Jamie, are your uh, commercial flip tops, are those 12 gallons? I think that's a standard size, right? For those remember. flip top totes. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm on Uline. Okay. I oh, bought, um, I've got the, like <clears throat> the majority of mine are the smaller ones. The big ones get kind of, those are great for balls and light stuff. But <laughs> when I put, uh, like my 33 foot cables in that freaking mm. takes heavy as crap. Yeah. Um, but it's great for balls. Well, I think I've gotten to a point where I did the flip top containers and then I complete. I went out and I bought a bunch of those Bauer similar to the Milwaukee pack. I don't only, I'm sure there's people that are like, like yourself, that are cringing after what I just said. Um, I got Bauer gateway. I know the baskets are great, by the way. You need to outfit mine this winter to do the exact same thing. I need Brian to Sorry, man. I'm right there with you with the pack out stuff. I can't pay that much money. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, Bauer had the, the big one. Well, I don't know what the exact size of the toolbox is, right? They got the big one that's like the base unit with the wheels on it. Excuse me. And then they've got the the bigger toolbox, the smaller toolbox, the flip top with like that you can, you know, see through when the covers close that you can keep all your knickknacks and stuff on. But like the one thing that I wish that line had, that's kind of, I guess, gotten me to a point where I'm kind of ready to go back to the hybrid, you know, using the flip tops for a lot of the bigger stuff. And then maybe like a, um, the Bauer toolkit, I don't even know what to call it. The Bauer pack out equivalent, um, for like cables and slats and stuff, just because like you can grab it as like one gigantic unit and, and move it. But with the bigger stuff, um, you know, like the Acro mills flip top totes using those for modules, you know, I can fit 10 modules in any one given tote. Um, so like that's prime real estate and it's just such a pain in the butt to unstack and unhinge the the Bauer pack out equivalent to get to the tote that you want to get to. So I'd rather have that for the stuff that I almost never use unless I'm on a shoot site. And then the stuff that I try to access or get to, um, or loan out. Know, what's up? Or you loan out. Yeah. Just stuff that, you know, for like modules need to come out for maintenance. They need to come out for charging, um, you know, other, other things like that. So I did, I didn't like having that on the bottom in that tower of, um, you know, Bauer toolboxes, it's like, I would just roll my eyes. Like, oh my God. I mean, I don't want to walk down to my basement to get XLR cables, let alone <laughs> move four toolboxes to get to the one that I want. So but, I, have you seen the big giant roll around uh, Husky box that they have? 
I mean, you could I fit think. in it. Like you could I, easily, I, I really get in there and you could close the lid. That's how big Wait. it is. Oh, Jamie, that's not what you use for the lights, is it? For the bar lights? Do you remember the case? No, that, no, no. That's a keyboard case. I I have the big DeWalt case that I don't bring yeah. around all the time, but it's basically saying it's big enough for you to get in. Mm. Yeah, it's remember the one that... Yeah, uh, it's a roller. It's got a handle that comes out and it's got two wheels that roll like a travel two suitcase. Two 10-inch wheels. Remember <laughs> the one that... Uh, um, Richard I got the same one that Ricky has. Yes. Yeah. That's a DeWalt one. I have two of those. Yeah. Well, there's uh, the Husky version and it's bigger than the DeWalt one. It's bigger? Cheaper. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's bigger. Huh. So I thought Size about getting matters. one of those and then I could literally take one and use it all and like split it with like a piece of wood and like drill it from the outside in with screws to hold like little sections in there and use yeah. it like this would be my section of cables. This is, you know, this, this is that. So I'd have one with one and then have another one that would just be like modules, remotes and all that other stuff in another one. Mm. And the mm. nice thing about them is that when you're out there in the field, you close the lid, it's strong enough that you could sit on it. Ah, it's so also only, strong enough to put fireworks on because I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing, the only reason that's stopped me from getting that thing is that you have to, that you're stuck with those two things. So you still have to have smaller totes if you're going to do something small instead of having to bring all of that crap. Yeah. You, know, you just yep, grab yep. them out. You're stuck bringing these two giant fucking bins. I like yeah. it for cables when you get a lot of them, especially those big ones. It, it does get kind of heavy, but I just didn't roll mine out this year. Hmm. So Richard had one of those boxes? Yeah, well, all the cables that he was... Was, that the, uh, uh, was it the one that the cables on? were in? Yeah. But it wasn't the Husky that one. Was, you said that was his the was the, the, one. the, the, yeah, yeah, the one. The Husky one. Okay. Yeah, bigger than that. I do remember that. I do remember the size of that tote. And at, at one point looking at it going, man, that's a really large container. Um, yeah. But I, I think a joke shortly followed that in my head where I'm like, oh, man, I bet that's a that's a bitch to carry. Because <laughs> it rolls but, around. I mean, it's got wheels. It rolls, <laughs> it rolls yeah. right? It's got <laughs> yeah, wheels. 10-inch wheels on it. Mm-hmm. Husky, hold on. What do you what do you call Did that? You Husky wires. Yeah, I said the B word. Spinners. What is that? What's that called? Husky uh, big toolbox. I want to look at this, and I want to see. So there's the ones that go in the back of the truck. That's seventy two inches. Husky, Husky uh, roller chest. tote. Try that. Husky roller tote. Hold on. Husky. 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 Roller. Husky. Yep, that's exactly what's called. Husky. 82 mm. core Remington weather tight store all storage bin in black. 25.50 gallon. $100. Wow. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's big time. I don't know. He's shopping too. Um, there, there's it's the not the 45 gallon one. It's is right it? there. I just sent you the link. It's well, key to locked. No, I'm not looking at the right one. Though. Access. Denied. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. 37 inch rolling toolbox. Utility cart. Well, there's one, but there's also the one that Jamie just sent you, and that one's the bigger one. Ah. It's a fifty gallon. Fifty gallon rolling keyed lock and portable hand tool. Interesting. What would you guys use a storage container that large for? I mean, what like I'm trying to fathom the stuff. One because of the argument that you made a few minutes ago, AJ, about. Putting all like if you use it for cables, right? You know, Richard's Richard has a monstrous gear stockpile, right? So I can sure he could fill two or three of those. 
um, with just cables and stuff. But I'm just trying to think of any one thing in particular that I have so Balls. much of. Yeah, there you go. Mm. What'd you and just very, say? Very light to roll around. <laughs> that like the balls, the, the, the balls stay in the racks. At least that's they're supposed to. No, until one. you loan them out, <laughs> and I don't they know, don't come back. You sell. The yeah, well, one has I don't small wheels on. <laughs> that's why mm. I don't. I like the husky one because it's it's got bigger wheels on it. Husky, you know what's funny? Looking at this, <clears throat> looking at Husky's um, Connect rolling system toolbox, I bet the same factory that makes Bowers makes Huskies. That looks like the exact same unit, only white labeled. Anyways, I wish Bauer made one with like the little the little drawer set. I think a lot of these other modular toolboxes, these setups that these other companies sell, um, I think. Milwaukee. Do you guys know of any other one that has a unit that has a drawer based system? Mm, I don't. I think Anvil makes one. You talking about the stackable like I have? Yeah. That one particular toolbox. It's like the the missing linchpin for me to believe that that Bauer version is so worth it, right? Air quotes. Because yours, you have a couple of the the drawer ones right next to each other on mm-hmm. your, your stack. And it's great because you can access them, all of the stuff in the middle of your stack <clears throat> yeah, easily. And, and Brad was uh, showing me his. He actually has like his slats in the drawers and he fits quite a bit of slats in mm-hmm. those drawers. Ah, standard slats and quick plug slats. He just pulls a drawer out and they're all there nice and tidy and... Not getting jarred around, and I'm like, and he he has those with the, the back plates on them too, the Cobra back plates. Hmm. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Milwaukee has to have some kind of patent on the ones that have the drawers in them, because I, I can't believe that nobody else makes one. At least not yet, right? Yeah. I'm trying Someday to remember what, that, what you're talking expire. about. Drawers. You're talking about like they're only like three or four inch. Th- uh, do they like, sell different, like different, um, Milwaukee has a ones, three drawer and a two drawer. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's that one. Like that's the most useful one to me on the pack out, but it makes that entire system extremely accessible because if you've got all of these tools, you know, I, I would love having that just like one of those pack out towers with, you know, uh, the big toolbox and even the bigger toolbox that you could put on top. But if you have those drawers in the middle that you can, that you can get to, to access a lot, you know, a lot of your other smaller tools and knickknacks and stuff, that's what makes Jamie's great. You know, when I asked him for tools that are in the pack out tower first drawer, and that's the, that's great. I, cause I absolutely hate walking up to my Bauer um, toolbox tower and like having to unlatch and yeah, unclip everything and then move three boxes just to get to the one that I need to get to. There's another thing. Got to make the pyro pack out. The pyro pack out. Custom built. The rhythm pyro pack out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to ask Cody because I think Cody does. Um, they got a bunch of pack outs that they use at Victory. Um, but it's cool because like every single pack out is, is like all of the bare essentials that you need for a show, so, you know, it's all your tools and stuff. So, 
that allows their, you know, their leads to go out and grab a pack out, load it into the trailer. And then you've got everything that you need for that show in one of the pack outs. But I'd have to ask him, you know, in depth and detail how he sorts all that stuff out. I think I know exactly how I want everything sorted out, but where I always miserably fall on my face is how I stack them going out the door, right? <laughs> because it seems like all of the stuff that I need to access the most is always on the bottom of the damn tower. And it's like, you know, and then I throw my head back like one of those kids in the meme, like, you got to be kidding me. Here we go again. Then before you know it, there's toolboxes everywhere because I refuse to latch anything. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, it's so you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, no matter mm-hmm. how you do this kind of stuff. Like, there's no perfect one ever out there. Like that big tote one. Yeah, that's great. You can bring one giant house, one giant tote with you around and have something to sit on. But then you're also screwed because now you're carrying this big giant tote around with you everywhere. Yeah. And then, you know, with the standard totes that we use, now you got five, six, seven, eight, nine totes that you're bringing out there. And then if you bring the pack out stuff, like you said, then it's like, all right, we'll take this one off, grab this, put this back on, put the drag it down, take this one back off, lock it back on, lock it back off. It's like, oh, steps after steps. The solution is more friends. More friends. So you eventually show up at a shoot site and you need to bring nothing at all. Everybody else has the stuff. Just bring the match. You think initially you're like, you know what? I'm going to get the biggest Mm -hmm. tote in the world and I'm going to put all this stuff in it and that's going to make me... really efficient mm-hmm. nope yeah because you can't move it you can't freaking yeah. move it it's a four-man lift to get all of your stuff from uh, you know your garage to the trailer that's 10 feet away and then you pull your back out in the process you know initially we had a we had a guy in a club um that kept his entire cobra system all like uh, 30 some odd physical modules in one gigantic tote and it was the worst thing in the world to carry around but mm. I, yeah, that's why I said I switched to four totes instead of two now with the cables, mm-hmm. just because it's getting. Plus, it's nice to be like Amber will grab a tote and she's looking at me like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now she can physically grab one. So, <laughs> plus, I set it up so that each one is so many modules. So that way yeah. I know like this tote is going to do exactly this many modules. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, going back on something we were talking about earlier, but we were talking about uh, cables and such, and when you were going to buy some at Sky Wars on the on the actual towers, you know, I had just those standard twenty eight gauge, uh, twenty five footers on there, and then mm-hmm. we had a fifteen foot Cobra cable at the end of it, and as fast as those things were still shooting, we had no issues whatsoever on those things. So I'm actually so- kind of shocked with the a smaller cable like that. Jamie, you did a test. I think we talked about this a while ago. Didn't you do a test with a 15 footer on it? Wasn't it like one, you could pop one match less in parallel um, than you yeah, could that with was the my, Cobra cables? Sheesh, that was my second show. Um, I, I think it was a 10 footer. Hmm. It was a 10 footer, and I think I had a crap ton in parallel or series. And I was calling you. I'm like, uh, why isn't this working? It's working over here, but it's not working over there. And we determined it was the resistance in that cable. So for single shots, it it does flawlessly. But you start getting like five and six cues at one time, it's it doesn't work so well. Yeah, yeah. And really, I think that's where the here in the problem lies. Right? It's it's having a bunch on one one or two cues because the I did a 100 foot run a couple of years ago 
on uh, a buddy show. Like we, we had just a shortage of gear. So I pulled out one of the 36s. Actually, I think it was the only one we had left. I pulled out my 36 and we put it right in the middle <laughs> and I ran um, one 50 feet to the, to the right, or excuse me, one 100 feet to the right and one 100 feet to the left. And, you know, it was that standard garbage uh, DB 25 cable with 28 gauge wire in it. And, you know, I set the, set the cues to pop, I don't know, a 10th of a second apart on one match and it didn't go. So we had a, one of the guys ran out of the field with a, he pulled the battery out of his headlamp and he was just smacking <laughs> it against the match to get the waterfall to go. <laughs> but I mean, you learn your limitations doing stuff like that because had I not run into that issue, I'm like, okay, well, why didn't this go? And then you get to thinking about it and the science behind how electricity works. And, you know, whereas it probably should have, they were only, they were a hundred foot cables over 28, you know, I'm sorry, 28, um, 28 gauge wire going to the left and to the right with the cues offset, you would think that it would have popped no problem, but for whatever reason, neither one of them went. So I, it was, Odd, but you're, I, you know, I think you're, you're right. I think as long as you offset the cues on, what did you have? You had Cobra cables that were how long? 15 foot. So it was 30, 40 feet total cable. Okay. Which ones are connected to the slats up on the wheel? The smaller one, the 28 gauge. So the 28 gauge. Yeah. See, that's like the more cables you add and the more connections that you you add the more worried I would get. It's cases like yours where I'm like, okay, that I get that gives me some some pause. Some pause. <laughs> gives me some pause because I still don't think I could do it and not worry. <clears throat> so how did how did you how did you feel about doing Octoblast with all those cues in parallel, one shot per cue? <laughs> mm, I mean, the addressing scheme was great. Second time I nailed it. <laughs> they all went. <laughs> yeah, and they did. They all, it's nice too. <laughs> and it's nice having you guys to set up the wheel because it's like, it's good to me. <laughs> um, you know, I look at the, you know, Jamie was kind of walking me through uh, the wheel and, you know, like the different angles and like, okay, here's how you do this. But like w- the one thing that I don't think I really dove into was the little things that, he was doing behind the scenes to, you know, not only set the wheel, but, you know, ensure that space was there for all of the shots that you needed. Like how many of the wheel chambers did you actually need to throw off kilter um, and change the angle on to meet that um, design need? I want to say it was like six. So I basically just drew the spots on there and allocated each section with, okay, this is how many shots I can have here and this is how many you've got scripted and I was like well I can borrow from 90 degrees to move it to 60 and then allows for that and I just before I set the wheel I made sure it was possible thank god for you if that didn't work that's why god made zip ties (laughs) you said that a couple of times you're just like you know what we're gonna do that thing that AJ did at Skywars we're gonna take a zip tie we're just gonna zip tie right to the side exactly fine Send a picture to Brian. Yeah. Eat my own Unintended. Yeah, right. You can put, create a section on Brian's website. Not recommended use. (laughs) I was just going more on the mine and Jamie's shirts that we have. (laughs) 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 Zip ties are for. (laughs) Uh, 
Okay, well, um... Ok, amigos, vistas ven fireworks en Maísis Luis Alfredo. Later. <laughs> hour and a half later. Yeah, Actually, know. I'm probably not an hour and a half later, but I, I mean, you know what? Thank you for being a wealth of knowledge and uh, blessing us with some of it. We might have <laughs> taken a detour here and there, but I feel I like I learned knowledge. something. <laughs> mm-hmm, you did. You sure did. For instance, I had no idea there was such a thing as a 37 inch rolling toolbox from Husky. <laughs> 50 gallon. 50 gallon. Yeah, I still haven't found that one. Uh, unless that oh, is 50 messenger. gallons. I know, but I closed messenger. I know. Yep. This is the 50 gallon one. hundred pound weight capacity. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so it's just hundred pounds. My gateway is only supposed to be able to pull 50 pounds. I still think that's one of the, the best buys to date, regardless <laughs> of how many times it's tried to off me. I think we are up to three a piece now. <laughs> mm-hmm. What three dismounts? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Three unintended dismounts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I we, we should name what's that movie where the car tries to kill everybody? Oh, Christine. Christine. Kirby. I think that's what I'm going to call that thing. Did you say Kirby? No, I the car doesn't try to kill Herbie. 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 Herbie never tried to kill anybody. Yeah. Except he didn't. You said yeah, but he didn't. I like that. <laughs> uh, okay, I think that um, about wraps it up. Yeah, now we're in talking about cleanup. This is gonna be about the most unappealing episode. Probably make ten, ever. ten episodes, ten minutes long. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> ten shorts. Yeah. How long are your shorts? Are still, you know, fifteen minutes too long. You know, <laughs> I thought about this earlier, but it was something that I think that we all need to talk about first before we go into it. I was thinking about doing because we're kind of at the, I mean, end of the year. I mean, unless something pops up for some of us or one of us reflecting back on the shows that we did this year and stuff that went on and something that maybe you found doing differently this year, design wise that you didn't notice. Yeah. That makes it's sense. not a bad idea. Yeah. It's not a bad idea at all. I mean, I, you know, we talk into the design talk, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And we talk, we talk quite a bit about, you know, processes in the field and, you know, off the field. Um, but you know, this winter, I, I really do want to, I, share that sentiment big time. I, I want to get back yeah. into, you know, Still not only it. the educational stuff, but like, you know, I, I think people do spend a lot of time in front of the computer, trying out new ideas um, in design and just you know, overall evaluating processes and things in general. So I would like to get, we can do plenty of episodes. Um, we're just gonna have to find some hyper specific topics the when it comes episode. to the wing it episode, the wing it episode. <laughs> that's it. You know, it's really funny. I'm kind of proud of us. Cause I thought this episode was going to be a wing it episode. And lo and behold, we found the most unsexiest thing to talk about in fireworks period. <laughs> clean up. The one thing that nobody likes to stay for. Clean up. <laughs> you know what though? We got to think of some, mm-hmm title that says clean up, but it doesn't say clean up anywhere in the title because nobody's going to listen to it. Tell but me, then other people are going to go, you know what? Say clean up without saying clean up. <laughs> Stop talking about it. <laughs> Stop talking about it. That's it right there. First rule about clean up. Yeah. First rule about, clean up, is, about clean up. You know, if you just leave the show picks itself up. Sets up too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And you know what though? Like whoever stays and helps and does all that stuff, those are the people like, you're just like, thank you. Like you oh can't, yeah, man. They have no idea just that one extra body, how much that does yep. at the end of the night. Or just yeah, having those. somebody to talk to like Brad, you know? Oh yeah. That, that yep. Just as just me and Bo and trailer and a camper in the middle of an empty field and Brad talking Jamie to told us. Brad, yeah, Brad, Jamie told Brad two or three times. He's like, yeah, if you weren't here, I probably would have killed Bo and left him in the woods an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'd be here a little longer, but I'd have a bunch of extra stuff and I wouldn't have to worry about Bo anymore. Yeah, pretty much. And I could put his trailer in the back of my trailer. I'd have a lot of extra stuff. <laughs> Where'd Bo go? Uh, Canada. He's around. <laughs> He's around to it. Okay. Um, For all the people that are out there that are one of those um, people I that clicked leave, it too oh, quick. Hold on. Shut man. up. Fine. Okay. I'll stop it. What? Oh my God. For all the ones that we, you were just talking about where everyone just kind of leaves. For all those people, maybe think. Kill yourself. <laughs> maybe just say, you know what? One hour. If if 10 people are there and they're like, they want to leave 10 people, you give one hour of your life. That's 10 hours of work. Yeah. I'm absolutely. And, and that man. destroys so much. It, it's, that's so much help. So yeah. give, give somebody an hour for good, them giving you 40, 50, 60, 70 hours of their work mm. for you. Just having somebody go out with a flatbed trailer, bring all the racks in. That's hours of work. Yeah, well, you've got yeah. yourself to blame for that, <laughs> like, so I don't, don't even want to no. talk about it. <laughs> you want me to go out there and pick up those you know, 27 <laughs> racks and you slice racks and uh, flags and all that? No, I'm sorry. We got it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got to work on my arms, my glutes, my back. <laughs> yeah. Good. If you guys oh need me, God. I'll be at home taking a nap. <laughs> Oh my God. Stop talking about it. Yeah, my stop God, stop talking, talking about, about it. it. Yeah, you stop talking about it. If somebody says, you can want me to go pick out the stuff, you say yes. All the time you say yes. No. <laughs> no.